Okay, so I want to open this podcast up with kind of getting a little bit annoyed with with Ryan. Not annoyed. Annoyed? Why haven't you gotten a new microphone stand? Oh, do we want to talk about microphone stands? Uh, Ryan's is like really short and he always like tries to put it down on the table and lean in and talk to it and then he gets like kind of like sick sick of it because he gets really into what he's saying. So he picks it up and then it kind of starts flailing around and then it unplugs and then we have to stop. (laughs) Well, Katie has this like long microphone stand that she doesn't even have to move. Yeah. And she can just talk into it, but I have to hold mine. Um, Katie, where's our budget? I don't know. Like, maybe we can just have a lemonade stand and oh. all of the proceeds. My water's boiling for our edamame. Oh, I can hear the <laughs> boiling water behind me. It's really... Right behind my head. It's roaring. So while I make us some hot, fresh, salty... Oh, are you going to do, like, salty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edamame, why don't you open up and uh, let our listeners know what we are talking today, what we're talking about today. I like this one, personally. Well, it was your idea, so... Well, there you go! (laughs) So I feel like, of course, you'd like it. Meanwhile, she's going back to prepare the edamame, so she's left me here alone talking about what we're talking about today, which we're going to be talking about double standards for men and women and the double standards that exist out there because there's plenty of them and you would think that in today's day and age that we would have maybe got past a lot of these but still many of them exist so we were talking about this before and i know katie jones has some questions written down but i found an insider article insider.com that's by talia lacritz I just added the Lacritz. I just made it sound like that could be Lacritz. Or like that Kardashian, like, oh, oh, did I do it okay? (laughs) Your head like shot back. Oh, 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 my God, someone's going to call the cops. (laughs) So, yeah, so um, let's go through the list that they have here and we'll talk about it. So the first one is, or this isn't the first one, but I'm going to start with this one. Research shows that women who have had more sexual partners are stigmatized while men are awarded. Well, absolutely. What's that one saying? Um, however many yeah. women, uh, however many partners women say they've slept with, like... Double it. Double it. Or, and then however m- many men say, cut it in half. Yeah, something that like the that. Saying? Yeah. Something like that. Well, why we want to talk about double standards today is because... Obviously, they still exist, and they definitely, in my opinion, were more prominent years ago. Yeah. Social media has changed that because when there's just women... There's new double standards now. There's new double standards. Yeah. Um, there's double standards, yeah, that didn't used to exist, and now they do, yeah. or some that have maybe evolved and changed. Like, one thing that I thought of when we were kind of talking about this episode, I'm going to close the door quickly because you can hear a lawnmower. By the way, we're recording again in... Katie's mom's apartment in Toronto and this is by the way where we started the podcast I think yeah I'm pretty sure we recorded our first ever episodes here that never made it to air yeah and we ordered pizza and beer we talked about this in another episode but I just want to let you know we that just want to take you back down memory lane this is bringing some fond memories I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, are you gonna cry no I'm not gonna cry back to what I was talking oh, about okay Great little anecdote, though. One thing that came to my mind when I thought about, like, certain double standards and how they may have changed is I feel like women used to be very much um, judged in a negative light for being, like, what, quote-unquote, slutty or provocative, um, showing off their bodies, whereas social media has changed that to, like, women are praised for that. 
women get I mean obviously women were always getting attention for that anyways but it's not negative attention anymore that's how you're going to get like the likes and the followers and if you're trying to maybe be like an influencer how you're going to get really recognized hey I still know there's hate comments out there I was going to say like Katie I can see what you're saying but I almost want to disagree because I know I get it they may get more likes for those kind of things but if you read through the comments some of the comments are so vile the men are just like lusting after the women and putting like pretty like I would say like vulgar and rude things and some of the women are judging them in the comments but it's one of those things where like I can see what you mean maybe they'll get more attention but I still think it's different I feel like you know the guys that are posting shirtless with their abs like people are maybe putting like hard eyes or hearts whereas like the girls are doing it maybe they're getting like the eggplant emoji with like the you know the liquid emoji you know what i'm saying like things yeah. like that where it's just like it's just the comments are kind of vulgar so you still think like the same uh double standard exists in terms of you know men being like praised for their sexual not their sexuality but for like their sexual behavior and like women being blasted and judged and now it's just transferred to the digital world. I think it's just unfortunate because I feel like the women are seen maybe as objects on social media to a lot of these followers, whereas the men are seen as either by the guys who are following them as, oh, I want to be looking like that guy. I want to be, that's, that's, that's attainable or it's not attainable, but that's how I want to look. And then the women that are watching are like, oh, like hubby material, right? Like maybe he's posing shirtless with a dog. And so the women are all sending to their friends and being like, oh my gosh, like he's so cute. Like you send me those. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying that like I feel like the women are still stigmatized in a different way that do the exact same thing, right? If they're in a bikini posed a certain way and the dog's there and they're hugging the dog, maybe the comments are gonna look different than like a guy doing the same thing. Do you no, know what I mean? That's that's true. I just think it's still unfortunate that like if a woman puts a picture up in a bathing suit, then she's just attention seeking or she's just all about like the male gaze or she's you know, or she's narcissistic, maybe like she's full of herself. You know, why do we have to see you with barely any clothes on? What's wrong with being dressed? Oh my God. One ding. Edamami's ready. Oh, so now Katie's going to leave me alone on the mic. Come on, take it away, Ryan. She said she wants me to take it away. Well, Katie, I mean, the whole point of having a co-host on this podcast is to go back and forth, but now I'm literally just talking to myself. Well, there's something that I want to bring up because in this Insider article, they mention how, um, you know, women are still not paid the same wages for doing the same jobs as men. And I actually had some research for school about this, and I want to share some of that research of what's happening in Canada related to that. So in Canada, according to a 2016 Canadian income survey, women working full time earned 75 cents for every dollar earned by men. So this is also still happening in Canada. Now, another stat that kind of blew my mind was according to the Ontario Equal Pay Coalition, it would take 15.5 months on average for a woman to earn as much as a man earns in 12 months. That's insane. And why is that even the case? Like, I just don't understand that. If you're doing the same job or if you have the same skill sets, you should be paid the same. Especially because in a couple months time, it's going to be 2020. I mean, why are we still working with these old, like, uh, irrelevant, dated? I don't, I'm just, it baffles my mind so 
much that I have a hard time even articulating myself. It's so ridiculous that that still goes on. In 2019, you and I can walk into the same building doing the same job yeah. for the same employer and you make more money than me. That's crazy. Like, sorry, what? I'm loving these edamame beans, I by the know, way. You did a great job and you haven't even been in yours yet. There we go. I love the salt, too. See, that's why you have to go to sushi with me. I tried sushi for the first time. What kind? And it wasn't with you. What kind? A California roll. Was it good? I didn't like it. Oh. And it's literally just avocado and crab, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean you wouldn't like all-you-can-eat sushi. I think it means that I wouldn't like all-you-can-eat sushi. <laughs> I think I'll stick to pizza. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to do I'm gonna do another one on this list. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. The Another thing on this list, on the Insider article, is it says that assertive women are often considered bossy. I think this is true because when a man is assertive, it's seen as like, you know, he's asserting dominance or he's a leader, right? Whereas yep. when a woman asserts dominance, I feel like a lot of people view it as... She's a bitch. And why is that though? It's because we go back to how things used to be. We, I mean, look at even a show, a great example, Mad Men, you know? Women were there as objects and do, to do the clerical work. Meanwhile, the men got to make the important business decision amongst other men and the company of other men while the women just kind of did the fluff work so now men are variant not all men of course please understand you know where we're coming from but it's their position feels kind of um under attack or their dominance feels maybe like you know not taken as seriously and uh they feel threatened so she's not a boss bitch she's a bitch in the article it says it's a catch-22 this is from sonia rhodes phd a psychotherapist and author of new book the alpha woman meets her match whatever women this is this is from sonia whatever women do at work they have to do it nicely but the more you back off the more they don't take you seriously Mm -hmm. that is a catch-22 absolutely and that also kind of just pertains this isn't necessarily men against women or vice versa no so many people take the, um, the, the more intimidating or rude boss more seriously and kind of walk all over the nicer ones that are in a position of power. And I think you see this a lot of the time against men and women. So women feel like, okay, I mean, have you ever encountered a female cop opposed to a male cop? The female cops are known to be a lot more intense, a lot more by the book, a lot more... Um, you know, very assertive in in their police approach. Is that true? Yes, it is. In terms of the stereotype, I don't get arrested or pulled over, so I can't necessarily speak from personal experience. And of course, there's a lot of generalizing going on in this episode because we're talking about more just a public's perception or certain types of people's opinions. Katie's talking so much in this episode. I'm just nodding my head eating the edamame beams. I've probably gone through half of the bowl where she has like three that she's eaten. No. And I have like eight. No, no. (laughs) How good are they? And I cooked them for the perfect amount of time. Good job. I don't know if I liked how you shook it up though because I feel like some of the top ones lost its salt, you know? You can add more salt. Okay, this is one that you have personal experience with. Women are still expected to change their last name when they get married. Okay, you don't have... You don't have personal experience yeah. yet. Never been engaged, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Sometimes I like when I'm listening to these episodes. Literally, sometimes I'm like dying in my car laughing. Like <clears throat> even though it's you and I talking, and I've already edited it and listened to it a bunch of times, I still laugh when we start laughing because I just know our I just know how our dynamic is, and I'll look at you. <laughs> like, you've experienced with this. You turn to the mic and go, "Yeah, I've never been engaged or married, but sure." <laughs> no, what I meant was you've had this conversation with partners. Yes, you've had this conversation with partners both ex-partners and your current partner someone that I dated in my past we had had this conversation about you know if you were to have kids or whatever get married would you take my last name and for me my main thing is I've always loved my name right I love Katie Jones it's pretty awesome name it's a great freaking name and also I was raised by an English Welsh father so there's so much pride in the Jones name and you're a Jones you know I mean I think a lot of people are raised to love and respect their family name their surname but really my dad was you are a Jones and then there's also the factor of if I were to take my future husband's last name then Jones would be done in my family bloodline and I don't want that to happen but also I'm sorry I don't live in the 1950s anymore, no offense. And I, if women or men want to take their partner's last name, I'm all for that. I don't judge other people's decisions. But let's say, for example, I get married at 28, 29, whatever the age. You spend all of those years self-identifying as this person to then stand at an altar or wherever you choose to get married. And then all of a sudden, in the matter of moments, you're now somebody else. So no, I would never... My previous partner, it was almost like um, we never got there, so it didn't matter anyways. But the way that he would express himself was like it was going to be a game changer. And I always said, you know, if like we have kids and we want to have that hyphenated or even if we, we went to social events, I could be referred to by your last name. But legally on paperwork, I'm going to always be Katie Jones. So I do find that kind of old fashioned in terms of, if your partner was like, no, you need to take my last name. All right, no, thank you. I actually uh, talked to a couple recently, and they're engaged, and the the female in the relationship, it's a male and female dating, or sorry, engaged, and the female said that she's going to change her last name legally, but on Instagram she wants to keep it, her old last name. How millennial. How do you feel about that? Well, that just makes me laugh. Like, that we're now going there. Like, what will my social media stay? Yeah, it's Like, true. I didn't even think about that. It's I mean, I true. guess for a lot of people, that is important. Especially if, you know, you have your little tick. Like, yeah. you're official. Oh. Um, you know, like, if you're in the public eye, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it would... My, see, again, as any of our listeners know, I don't really give a flying toot about social media. So, for me, it would be like... When I enter a, a party, am I Katie Jones or am I Katie someone? Or, and then what does it say on my legal documents? I've never once crossed like, what will my Twitter handle say? But I feel like that's something you would think about. And that's yeah. no disrespect. No, I can totally see where she's coming from. Like, especially if you've created a brand for yourself online. What would you do? If Okay, so what's the scenario here? Give me the scenario. Okay, you meet a wonderful man and you get engaged. Yeah. And he says, I want you to take my last name on your Instagram. But it's up to me whether, like, I keep it illegally or not. Like, mm-hmm. you're not talking about legally on paper. Like, what you're talking would you about do? on Instagram. No, actually, I'm talking about everything. What would you do? I like my last name, Dergy, but I do think, I think, 
even talking about this with friends, I think it would also depend on what their last name is. Because you got to see how your first name pairs with their last name. And if it still sounds good and it's really important to him, maybe I'd have to consider it, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I really like my last name, so I think I'd probably want to keep it. Like, maybe even we can both keep our own last names. I think that would probably be ideal. But if it's a really nice last name... And it would look cute on, like, you know, the wedding cards. Like, oh. you know what I mean? No, okay, quick. You know, quick like, when it's just like the one name, like, I, I can believe that. And then on Instagram, I honestly don't know because I'm so used to my username, but maybe <laughs> I'd change it. <laughs> maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe by the time you get engaged, Instagram will be a thing of the past. Oh, well, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> Excuse me. Katie, thanks. Like, oh yeah, maybe by the time you'll get engaged, like, you know, 15 years from now. Huh? No. Hey, I hope I'm engaged. I don't know if I should put this out there or not, and I'm not going to be super disappointed if I'm not, but I would love to be engaged by 30. How old are you now for our listeners? 27. Okay, come on, boys. Where are you? I told my friend this actually recently. Sorry, we're going to go on a sidetrack. That I told my friend, shout out to Kat. I think Rachel was on the phone call too. So shout out to Rachel as well. And they listen to our podcast. Katie, maybe you can give them a shout out too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I was talking to them and I told them that I think when I meet that right person, it's going to be a quick to engagement and a quick to marriage. I think within a year, year and a half, we'll get engaged. <laughs> and I think within a year and a, a year and a half from there, we'll get married. Okay, well, let's just meet him first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the first step, right? No, but I want to tell you a quick little anecdote about um, the last name and, yes. and someone's last name sounding appealing. My mom, her last, her maiden name was McPhee, and she never liked it because people didn't know how to spell it. Is, is it A-C? Is it C, capital P, double E? She didn't like it. And she always loved the last name Jones. She always thought everybody knows Wait, how... who is this? My mom. Oh, but did she like the last name Jones before she met your Guys, dad, you though? you can already tell that he wasn't listening to the beginning <laughs> of my story. I'm sorry. I always know, no, because I can tell he's not listening, and then I'll say something. He's like, oh, now I'm interested, and I have to start again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for all my friends, because I'm sure some of my friends may feel the same way. And I'm sorry for that. I, okay, in all fairness, just in my defense, I literally was looking at the article to see what our next point was. I'm sorry. Live in the moment, Ryan. No, I was saying, and sorry for all the listeners that have to hear this again. (laughs) Long story short now. My mom always did not like her last name. It was McPhee. People didn't know how to spell it. She just wasn't a fan of it. And she always liked the name Jones. She thought it's... No, but did she like the name Jones before she met your dad? Yes, if you're listening to my... No, but but that's what I'm confused on. Yes. You're saying that she, even before meeting your dad... Yes. She liked the last name Jones. Yes. That's crazy to me that's like me saying like oh i like the last name what should i what should i give an example you don't should need I just to get say jones as we well get, we get. <laughs> okay like i like the last name jones let's use that as an example right now all of a sudden i meet someone with the last name jones you that's have... the whole point of my story <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why you're giving an example it's so easy to follow okay go keep going so she always liked it she was like it's short it's punchy like you know barb jones people know how to spell it she just always thought it'd be a great last name to have it doesn't confuse anyone then she went on her first date with my dad and they just got to talking and at some point well obviously that'd be an awkward date silence but i somehow the last names came up and uh yeah, yeah i'm bloody andrew jones and uh she was like oh my god this is fate that's crazy glad we got there eventually 
Um, so everyone, uh, everyone ignore how I started uh, off with a little anecdote. <laughs> okay, here's the next point. Thank you for sharing that. That is crazy. Mm. Men are, this is, this is another point in this insider article, and it says men are disproportionately praised for taking care of their children, whereas women are expected to be caregivers. And it, had, it shows a picture of three dads pushing baby strollers. Well, that's kind of all like um, uh, male paternity leave, right? It's almost like women, I mean, you see that a lot in like modern day television shows now, like the woman wants to go back to work and, um, you know, men can't understand that because you're supposed to want to like be home with your baby. That maternal instinct is supposed to kick in right away. And then the other side of it, men wanting to take time off work, but you know, they should want to be at work. So... I feel like there's still a long way to go before that's like socially accepted. Like maybe the dynamics flipping. But do you, when I want to ask you, when you see a man walking outside with a baby stroller, what do you think? That's adorable. And what do you think when you see a woman out there walking with a baby stroller? That's expected. Well, that's what this article is saying. Isn't that crazy? So are you part of the double standard? It's not that I, I, I'm a part of it. I'm just so um, saturated with that you, kind of image. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think anything weird at all if I saw a man pushing um, a stroller at all. But I wouldn't even double take it if I saw a woman. That's her baby. She's with her baby. But when you see the guy, you're like, aw. Yeah. Or what a great dad. You know? But do you think, like, what a great mom when you see a woman pushing a stroller? Yeah, because, I mean, you're still with your baby, but yeah. it, it's not as noticeable. Like, yeah. it would, you would notice it more with a man, whereas you're, you're just so saturated with that uh, coming from a woman. Now, I have a question for you. Okay. You have your, like, big PR job, and you're working for a company, and a man that you work with that's very high up and successful says he's going on pat leave, so, uh, you know, parent male maternity leave, paternity leave. Yeah. For eight months, what would your thoughts on that be? Well, I mean, personally, I feel like I'm more on the side of that's awesome because I think that whether it's a male or a female parent or both, like males, two males, two females, a male and a female, I do think that both parents should be there in a child's life at the start of their life. So I think it's great that now companies are offering paternity leave. I do find that you see males will go on paternity leave for but for less time. Yeah. Like I feel like usually you'll hear of it whether you hear of it through family or friends or whatever and you'll hear of maybe a woman taking off the first year or first eight months or whatever it is but then a man maybe takes off six weeks. Yeah, so you know he takes I mean? time off. But So I would support it. I would support it. I wonder if as years go on and uh, Pat leave continues and maybe yeah. grows that you know maybe three years time i'll just you know make that timeline up men will go from six weeks to four months and then you know maybe men yeah. eventually be taking as much time because truthfully it's the main reason is to stay home with the baby yeah. right and then yeah. obviously women can provide you know breastfeeding yeah but if there is like if a, mo- a mom is um, pumping breast milk or if they've just gone straight to formula, there's no reason a man can't stay home. Well, I will tie this into it though because I remember having this conversation. <gasps> no, before I forget because oh. I have, you know, bad attention span sometime. You know why? It's probably better that the man goes back first I was because they make more money. I literally was about to say that. This means that I feel like you and I are like soulmates. Oh my God. I mean, maybe friends, same- soulmates, we- but legitimately I was about to say that. Because I've talked to people about this and what they've said is that it makes, I think 
at least if you work for the government or whatever, I want to say that they get like, and I could be totally wrong. I don't know what this number is based off of. I feel like I've heard it somewhere in conversation with friends or something. I think government maternity leave is like 80% or 90% or it's up there, right? Or maybe it wasn't government. It was a corporate place, whatever. Anyways, their policy was like 80% of what the person makes they get, right? It's not always like that. And so what they ended up doing was I think both of them took off a certain amount of time, like maybe it was two months or whatever. And then the male in the relationship went back to work because of that reason, because he was making more. But I think that maybe his job was like they only get 50% or something. So he was losing way more than what yeah. his female partner was. Yeah, but so also I, even but take away... that ties into the whole pay thing. But even take away from the paternity um, aspect in terms of what you're being paid while you're off, let's say I meet my husband in a corporate job. We have, this, we have the same job. I'm already making less money than him. Yeah. Before baby. Yeah. Now we both take time off. Yeah. So who goes back? Him that's going to make... I'm um, making up numbers here. 100000 a year or me go back making eighty a year? doing the same job well yeah, it if comes you, down to math it sometimes comes down, for people. down to math yeah. even if you know we love our jobs equally or maybe even i'm better at it yeah and that comes down to like pay equity too like if both were being paid the same the male and the female then what would you do so the next double standard that's listed on here on insider is that any parenting decision a woman makes is subject to mom mom shaming this is true have you heard about this and well explain it if for sure well, for, there's a picture of Kim Kardashian and her, um, one of her Who's kids. Who's that? <laughs> on here. <laughs> but it's true. Like, people get mom shamed all the time and especially on social media, but also in person. Have you ever heard about the women that, like, will breastfeed on an airplane and stuff and people will say negative comments to them? And it includes women. Oh, absolutely. I actually saw a picture the other day where this mom had a, a baby, like, on her breast and yeah. then a jacket over her face and like the meme or whatever was something like somebody told me to cover up. So she covered her face because she thought that would probably be the ugly thing in, in, in the image. You know what I mean? Instead of my beautiful baby getting sustenance. So let's say somebody's walking by is like, hey, cover up. She covered her face. Do you think? Because she, cause she was just like doing it as like, yeah, like, like a way screw to get you. back at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you want me to cover up. Well, this is, this is beautiful. This is life. Wow. So I'll just cover my, like, my face. Oh, I, I kind of like that perspective. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like up yours, loser. <laughs> I mean, but again, like everybody, and I know that we talk about social media a lot. We really do. I mean, but again, we are coming from a millennial podcast. So yeah. it is going to be heavily focused on that. Yeah. And we also know kind of how much Brian uses it and why he uses it and my views on it. But again, <laughs> like everybody has always been shamed and judged and yeah. for their decisions in life. That, that dates back from forever but social media just opens up this whole other platform where like people can just let you know they think you're a bad mom or a shameful mom just because you put up a photo that may not be of like their their taste so i think that's gross well they had it in the recent uh teen mom episode i don't know if you've watched yet because you and i both watch it no i haven't seen it but it basically you have seen it of you course have seen, I've seen it. but remember like uh caitlin like goes out to a party with her friends or whatever and people are like and Tyler goes her. to the club Tyler goes to the club but I think they were kind of judging him too but I feel like sometimes these parents they'll go out for a girls night out and people these celebrity parents people will judge being like why aren't you home with was your it Chrissy baby Chrissy Teigen or something I was just gonna say yeah. she's, she's we always, thought the same thing again she, yeah she clapbacks at those haters yeah 
Okay, so I have two more. I think we're on an edamame wavelength. We are, because we shared this edamame with yeah. the salt. Good job. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to go through two more. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So the next one is, and you can tell me about your experience, because some of these I can't even really, I mean, I can comment on, yeah, that I don't think that they're fair, but I may not have experience with it, right? This one is women's clothing often doesn't have pockets. Well, men always have a place for their wallet, keys, and phone. Yeah, absolutely. Have you found that? I've never noticed that because I, I'm a little bit of a girly girl, so I do enjoy purses and handbags yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. of that nature. Yeah. But it is, it is true. I mean, a lot of women's clothing is designed and created to not be, like, accessible. No, that's the wrong way of putting it. Like, you need a bag in order to carry your things. Which just kind of cycles materialistic ideas and consumerism because I need a wallet and I need a phone and keys and stuff, but my clothing hasn't provided places to put that. I mean, you would be shocked the amount of jackets. Not even just winter jackets. Maybe winter yeah. jackets, not so much. But fall jackets, stylish coats that don't have pockets. Really? So like... A winter jacket. So I can't even put my hands in my pockets strolling down on awful. in October. I need gloves. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what? what's up with that? Well, it's just trying to promote fashion because that promotes consumerism and that... You know, it's just like that ever-evolving cycle. But it doesn't personally bother me because I like that kind of stuff anyways. Okay, so the final double standard that this article is talking about, the insider.com article, is dad bods are considered attractive, but women are expected to lose baby weight after giving birth instantly. Absolutely. Again, social media, I think that women have definitely created a platform on different social medias showing like it's okay not to get your pre-mommy body back and you know embrace your stretch marks and you know you provided life so that conversation is definitely kind of snowballed a little bit over the past couple years but yeah I mean moms instantly want to fit back in their their before baby jeans and you know be that yoga mommy go yoga going mom whereas like dads like you know they put on a bit of that weight and it's like oh it must mean he's home with his baby and loves his baby and his family (laughs) where it's like women feel that pressure to get tight again yeah tight again well, I mean, like, <laughs> are you talking about babies coming out? No, and, and then you're saying they want to get tight again. Yeah, I, no, I mean, like, you know, like back into their tight clothing. Like, oh, you, you would say that <laughs> you said women want to get tight again. Oh my god, you take it whatever way you need to. <laughs> but okay, I want to also just ask a quick opinion about another kind of double standard. Okay, yeah. Um, because we. We just spoke about about that was in relation to motherhood. What about like men caring about their appearance and women caring about their appearance? Like you think that there's a double standard between men? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I do. Like, yeah. I, for example, I love like makeup and clothes and yeah. all that stuff, but I wouldn't want a boyfriend that puts uh, a lot of focus into that. Like interesting. No, but like it's not like being a man means never brushing your hair and doesn't matter ever what you wear, but like. I personally couldn't date a man that cared immensely every morning and like would take a bunch of pictures and want to pick the best one with the best filter with the best caption like to me that's such a turnoff but I understand why women do it 
But then don't you do that sometimes? Well, I, I mean, go through my Instagram, not really. But okay, but as far as getting ready and taking time yeah, to get ready. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I am a, kind a double, of a double standard. standard. Yeah. I am, I am. Um, I think like if the guy needs to take time getting ready and look good and feel good and be confident about himself, then power to him. But I do think that there is that double standard. I've heard that before. You're not the first person to say that, that they, could, they couldn't they could date a guy that takes longer to get ready in the morning than them. Yeah, exactly. But again, it's it all just comes from an individual wanting to take the, a certain amount of time to get ready to feel good about themselves. So men should be totally free to do that, and I shouldn't judge them, but I'm a bit like... Uh, aren't you supposed to be a guy? Oh. Yeah, I, I freely am like... you got to adjust that attitude. I know. I've, I openly am like, you know, that is a double standard. That's not fair. Like, you know, equality, Katie. Yeah, well, maybe since you're mentioning that, I should mention double standard that I feel like I'd have with my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend. The just, one that you're getting engaged yeah, the to. The one that I'm getting engaged to within a year, year and a half. Yeah. That I don't currently have. Yeah. My double standard with that would be, and we talked about this before the podcast, would... I don't, you know what? I wouldn't mind if he has 120 followers on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have more than 2,000. But, you know, if he had like around 2,000 and like all these pictures and comments and captions. I feel like and, that would also like bother the whole trust thing. Like who's I DMing know. you? Who's DMing you? But that's a double standard because couldn't he view it to me as the same? Who's DMing you with your 2,000 Instagram followers? Let me let you know right now, future boyfriend, no one. <laughs> <laughs> We are walking, talking, badass double standards. (laughs) What are your double standards that you may have in your life or things that you've experienced? Let us know. Yeah. You know, DM us on Instagram at isthisadulthood or on Twitter at ITA underscore podcast. You can hit me up on my Instagram, KTWE Jones, but nobody does. They just message you. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the time. Yeah, but it's usually people I know. Yeah, well... All right. Well, thanks for listening. We love you guys. See you in two weeks. Bye.